Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Plant Harvest Prosper. Happy New Year. I'm your show host, Kel Williams, Wealth Advisor and Certified Financial Planner for Financial Harvest Wealth Advisors. The purpose of PHP, Plant Harvest Prosper, is to help our listeners make wise decisions with your money and encourage you to live purposefully towards prosperity. Our listeners will receive completely objective and independent advice every time you meet, designed to help you succeed regardless of your age or financial means. We challenge you to define what does living a life of significance look like to you, and then how do you use your wealth to achieve your intentions? Each episode, we will address a different financial topic with applicable steps to be in action of right now, if not already. Today, we're going to start the new year off intentionally with looking at what does it mean to drift? Are we serious or are we casual about what's truly important to us? To begin, so often we hear about New Year resolutions or New Year, New Me, about people getting more serious or intentional about maybe a certain area or multiple aspects of their lives. A lot of time we hear it related to fitness, but also a great deal about being more intentional about taking care of one's finances, getting a budget, financing a certain project. All this is organized with the background of a good heart aimed at bettering oneself or one situation. However, we often also hear many tales about those same individuals that are very passionate up front kind of not keeping up with the goals or falling off the rails, losing track of it all because they were just too busy, life gets busy, or something came up. This is called drifting. When you let multiple things that are important to you be intervened with something that comes up. And this doesn't just happen with New Year resolutions. This is common for the majority of people every single day. So what happens when we drift? This sounds very simple, but what does it look like? How does it affect our concerns or what we care about? And what does it mean to be serious or casual? Kellen, do I have to be serious or casual all the time? Like, what what does that mean? Well, people that are serious about what's important to them, I'm not saying you have to be serious when watching a movie, right? Or watching a show or listening to a comedian. But I'm talking about things that you truly care about. People that are serious typically have qualities like this all the time. They're enthusiastic, they're passionate, they're honest, they're focused. And those that are casual with what's important to them typically are nonchalant or indifferent about the consequences and who it affects. They might be entitled, just to name a few, okay? You can tell people that are serious versus casual from their accomplishments and their accolades, but also just from someone's consistent mood. Moods are extremely important and contagious to those around you. And I encourage you, everyone listening on this, to reevaluate how your mood is every single day when you wake up. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to be happy-go-lucky, you know, jolly every single time, but just take a step back and see how are you affecting those around you and yourself? 
Do you have moods of wonder and encouragement for the opportunities each day brings? Or do you have moods of indifference and maybe despair? Oh, it's Monday. I like this new term, TGIM. Thank God it's Monday. We hear, thank God it's Friday because it's weekend. No, thank God it's Monday. Thank God it's Tuesday, Wednesday, et cetera, any day. Okay. Have you ever tried to come up with a new offer or learn a new language after having a big fight with someone close to you or a horrible day at work? Odds are it wasn't so successful. Why? Moods predetermine what people are willing and able to learn, think, and act. Okay? Moods predetermine what people are willing and able to learn, think, and act. That's powerful. So as far as drifting goes, though, a good way to explain why we need to be so intentional on avoiding it is by the outcomes that are produced. Okay, here's an example. Jay Doe is 63. He's married with two children. He's the main provider in the household and has worked all his life working hard, completing the tasks assigned to him at work every single day, clocking in and out every day promptly, and saved a fair amount into his 401k, $750,000 in this example. However, during his career, he also spent a good amount that he could have saved doing things that he liked to do, but also just didn't really care about. He kind of just spent, he didn't really track, didn't really keep a budget. And now that he's reached close to his desired retirement age of 65, he realizes if he just lives on his 401k social security, they won't be able to have the same lifestyle they had while he was working as they were spending $100,000 a year after taxes if he wants his assets to last. With Social Security giving them roughly $40,000, they would need to take out $85,000 before taxes every year to give them the $60,000 after taxes they need if they don't want to cut back. This would mean the annual withdrawal rate would be well over the data-backed and tested 4% safe withdrawal rate. They would probably run out of money in roughly 8 to 10 years, assuming some market growth. That would mean they will have to lean on their children to hopefully support them, which is not exactly what they or their children plan for. So what happened? Drifting occurred. Even though Jay was working hard, all of his career, he never noticed or took the time to consider what does it actually look like or mean to earn a living and being intentional to project out how to take care of their lives when he was no longer working, especially with pensions going away. This kind of intentionality about one's situation, about one's ambition and how to support their loved ones after the working years are over is becoming more important than ever. Here's another example. Let's take a very common example outside of wealth. Alan Williams, maybe a long lost cousin of mine, has a wife, three children, and he's doing great in his career. He has been promoted to a VP executive position at the young age of 45. With his new promotion, he was required though to travel every month for about a week each time. It's a lot of travel. 
but we see this and hear about this all the time, especially now that the pandemic's over. Sometimes internationally. Then when he is home, he is really only available to be present with his family on Saturdays and Sundays. But on Saturdays and Sundays, he's busy trying to get prepared for the next week and also catch up for the next the prior week. So he's checking his emails, maybe probably about a third or a quarter of his weekend. So you can see how he's really cutting out and missing out on time with his family, which is important. Or is it? Over time, he starts to lose sight of what his children like to do, what they like to eat, forgetting to cater to his wife's top two love languages of quality time and words of affirmation. Uh oh. Thus, it creates a cascading negative denouement. The family loses its connection with what they normally started to do together church, game night, family outings, etc. Even though Alan's income was enabling their balance sheet to consistently grow effectively, where he could retire, unlike Jay, my previous example. So wealth wasn't the issue here. But even though wealth was an issue, he lost sight of what was important to him. Still, he drifted. It led to the unfortunate outcome that is very common during current times, divorce and separation from his children more than he liked. So in both of these instances, it looked like Jay and Alan were both kind of serious, but they were actually both kind of casual about what they cared about because they didn't take a step back to look, well, hey, what do I really care about? What, if I lost this, what would really be concerning to me? For Jay, he didn't really think about what the next chapter would look like once he retired, and he's too focused on his career. Alan was too focused on his career, excuse me, to enjoy his life now as well. So they kind of flip-flopped. Did they ever just take a step back and say, hey, am I drifting right now? Do I need to recenter on what I care about? And this can happen at any level of wealth building, your health, uh, spirituality, relationships. There are many ways that we can drift in our lives. So that's why it's so important to take a step back. So to avoid this cascading drift, what do we do to make sure we put ourselves in the best possible position to keep us on the right path? This is, brings us to our PHP for this episode. First, plan it. Become hyper-focused on what living a life of significance really looks like. Not just in retirement or your next chapter, but now as well. If married, review this with your spouse. How do I do this though, Kellen? Okay, this sounds very simple, right? A little cliche, but this is done by reflecting on what you really care about. If you don't care about something, then actuality, it's not a concern. For example, you may hear in the news, since there's a, there is always something negative to report, right? But you may hear in the news about, I don't know, deforestation rising at unprecedented levels. But if you don't care about being in tune with nature or allowing nature to have more room to grow freely during your lifetime, then this is not a concern to you personally and thereby reducing the amount of distractions in your life for you personally. Knowing your how much is enough, capital work number, okay? This will give you clarity on what to aim at 
We've always liked to say it's better to know what to aim at than not know at all. They're in drifting. Okay. Again, review this with your spouse if married. And if you don't know how to do that calculation or you don't have a robust financial planning software like our Nest Plan eMoney platform at your disposal, consider working with a fiduciary investment advisor to help calculate that number for you and keep you on track. Second, harvest. Utilize a go-forward plan to make sure your cares and concerns are tangible and hold yourself accountable in the five pillars. Faith, family, friends, fitness, and finance. And if you're not already using one, you can watch the recording of the webinar we did on this last January. And you can listen to podcast episode number five, where my colleague Lee and her husband Peter graciously shared how much of an impact a go-forward plan has in their lives to stay centered. In addition to that, establish or continue to grow a robust network of business professionals, both inside and outside of your domain, wherever you work. So what I mean by domain, finance, health, engineering, et cetera, right? I know networking may have been something only kind of uh, talked about when we're applying for a job, but the truth is we all need help all the time which is what money really is. Money is help. Daily, by the hour, we need help. No one can produce all the help they need by themselves every single day. We are constantly being helped whether we know it or not. So what this means to us, okay, is that in fulfilling a life of significance is that the more access to help we have, aka a vast network, the more capable we are and making sure our concerns and what we care about are taken care of. Also, when you coordinate and get to know other business professionals, you find out how they are earning a living to fulfill what they care about and what concerns they're trying to avoid or take care of, which may trigger you with new thinking and action. Or you may discover a concern you care about that you hadn't necessarily thought about by talking with them. In the last prosper, routinely check back in on where you stand with your family ambitions, including checking your go forward plan at least twice a year. You can make it a fun event checking in, special venue over certain food or beverages. Establish regular routine check-ins with other business professionals to keep those conversations and the new thinking going and the collaboration is very important for growing. As you maintain connection on how you all are working to fulfill your purposes. And the last for your prosper is work with a fiduciary advisor for an additional layer of accountability and a leader to help bring clarity and become laser and hyper-focused with consistent guidance on where things stand for you personally and living a life of significance. So as always, thank you everyone for taking time out of your day to be intentional on being a great steward. On our website, if not already a client of ours, please feel free to click on get a second opinion at financialharvest.com to meet with us to see if there are any gaps in your current financial planning. And then finally, listeners, please submit any questions you may have to my email at 
kellen at financialharvest.com or info at financialharvest.com and we'll pick a hot topic to address at the beginning of our next. Thank you, everyone. And to, to each and everyone listening, keep planting, keep harvesting, and let's prosper together.